Testing, testing, one, two, three. Welcome back to Spillin' Diz Tea. I'm Sakura. And I'm Brayden. And today we're talking... Goofy. Goofy! Stay tuned because in this episode we return to the Diz Trinity series with Disney's goofiest character. to do our goofy the goofy uh holler the goofy guyuk guy the the goofy guyuk what is it called yuck yeah <laughs> the goofy laugh yuck i don't know what the- <laughs> well, there's the goofy laugh and there's the 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 wilhelm scream which is like the <laughs> oh, oh that's what it's called that's my imitation of it yes yes <laughs> okay. but then there's also like the uh-huh. Okay, so are we going to have a yuck off? <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, give, Brayden, give us your best <laughs> yuck. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> a gas. Testing the vocal cords, yeah. clearly. Don't really know what we're capable <laughs> of yet. <laughs> I feel like that's it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> that sounded kind of like Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Spill and Dis Tea, the podcast where we sip and spill on all things Disney. If this is your first time listening to us, welcome. Grab yourself a cup of tea and get ready to dive into the wonderful world of Disney. Another week, another episode. Another day, another day. We're revisiting our Dis Trinity series. We kind of like left it behind. Like... <laughs> Half a year ago. <laughs> well, we want to space it out. You know, we don't want to do them all the same. Yeah. Because then, you know. Yeah, it oversaturates it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the last one, we really dove in on Mickey. And that was really cool. One of the, or the cornerstone character of the Disney company. So, let's look at his pal Goofy today. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a lot of fun. Goofy, honestly, like between the, the Dis Trinity, Mickey, Goofy, and Donald, Goofy is my favorite. I feel like... We have a lot of fondness for Goofy mm-hmm. between like the movies and like <laughs> extremely Goofy movie. That's yeah, gonna, like carry I can't, this I can't podcast. wait to talk about that. <laughs> Same, I'm so excited. I have always been a Donald fan. Mm-hmm. I just love how angry he gets. <laughs> <laughs> Donald is so annoying to me. Like when we get to the Donald episode, I'm gonna have to like I don't know, drink some happy juice to. <laughs> <laughs> to get pumped for that it'll be like spilling this tea like spilling this hmm, we don't know what are we spilling mm. but i don't know donald is just like such honestly you know donald has a lot of different like iterations of his character i just keep thinking of his like extremely grumpy like well hey that's why we're doing the series right to, yeah to learn a little to bit learn and... a little bit more yeah so before we get into it why don't we dive into some Disney news? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, so first thing that was really cool that happened this week is Raya is now on Disney Plus at no cost. Finally. So that means there needs to be a Raya resurgence. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, marketing production wasn't as big and grandiose as it needed to be for the original release. But like now that it's available to everyone, there is no excuse now. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are starting to discover it now. It's number one trending on Disney+. Plus. It's been there for a while, so... Yeah, that's um, really good. I think Disney kind of is um, 
putting a little bit of money more into like marketing this as like an event as well um in addition to premiere access Mm -hmm. so um yeah i'm excited for more people to watch it i watched it again last night and perfect love it and what is this your your what your what the view oh i think this might have been my third or fourth viewing really i think so yeah that's it yeah because i we watched it the first time and then we watched it with i feel like i watched it at least three times with you (laughs) maybe maybe fifth it's been a while since i've watched it though because i think i watched it a lot in the beginning when it first came out in march um and then i just kind of like waited a bit because i wanted to let it marinate a little bit you know yeah i'm happy that everything has now clicked beautifully for you because it's an amazing movie yeah and i'm really excited that now it's accessible for everyone at no extra cost everyone needs to go and explore this beautiful beautiful story yeah i'm just excited to see get more clout more attention and i'm here for it and then in addition to rye being released on disney plus we also got um the short that accompanied it when it was released in theaters back in march it's called us again and that was a really cute short and yeah it's like really cool that like this has come out with the raya free release because they're like treating the free release as like the actual premiere and they've got like features coming out with raya and then they've got this short that's come out so like that's pretty cool and the shorts fantastic itself yeah it kind of reminded me of what they did with soul when they released soul they released burrow with it as well Mm -hmm. so it kind of made for like a really perfect um movie viewing experience yeah because i miss going to the theater and seeing a short film um in front of like these disney and pixar films because you know it's like you're amped to see the movie and then plus you have this extra short film in front of it and it's just Mm -hmm. like it always makes for such like a great experience so yeah it's uh it's cool to see them doing that i kind of wish that things like that could be included for the price of premiere access (laughs) yeah like that's kind of like what i don't understand premiere access i feel like could be so much bigger of a spectacle especially because like you got or they're they're asking people to pay so much money for it and i know that like in the end it works out that like it's really not awful to pay 30 bucks for a movie if you're thinking about it you get to keep it for how long and you're paying for how many other people but like at the same time like we miss going to the movie theaters we miss the experience and like doing what you can to at least further that experience as much as possible even online Mm -hmm. and they've like got all this stuff that's coming out the free releases and that's cool but like why don't you like ship some of that effort into premiere access yeah to an act the actual release yeah but it's interesting because i think cruella got a lot of hype yeah cruella is doing really well mm-hmm. and it's uh it's premiere access it's not available for free yet so yeah it seems to be doing pretty well a lot of people audiences really really like it i like it Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i'm like kind of excited Same, after this it. we're gonna give our like fully in-depth cruella review and extended <laughs> podcast episode mm-hmm. but yeah just like overall like quick thoughts i really enjoyed it yeah i thought the story was fascinating and you know what i have no reason not to buy it so i was happy with it i'm excited to talk about it yeah for some reason i guess my expectations and just 
everything was aligned perfectly for me to just like enjoy the movie. I had a good time. Yeah. Um, I wasn't comparing it to 101 Dalmatians. So I kind of like had the right mindset going into it. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was really good. And Emma um, Stone did a really good job. And Emma Thompson she did. did a really good job. She did. I really liked the way that they took the story because what I liked about it was it was like kind of like a completely different story. It gave me like Maleficent vibes in the way that they or the direction that they took and how they wanted to take a classic story and tell it from the villain's point of view and give it a whole new perspective. I super love that because I love Maleficent and I thought they did this really well as well. Um, so I kind of hope that they're going to like take from this and and implement it into other other live actions moving forward and you know try new things like take different perspectives like try to find different ways to tell the same story like i understand wanting to stay true to the classic tale but there are different ways you can tell that story so little mermaid hercules like let's see what what we're gonna get from those guys yeah we'll see yeah she'll see um and with premiere access do you think because we're we're seeing this being applied to future releases up until jungle cruise at mm-hmm. this point i'm curious to see if premiere access eventually becomes a thing um even when theaters are 100 percent operational they might it might i mean guess i mean i guess it uh it'll be interesting to see like you know how much profit they're bringing in from disney premiere access but like i like totally had this thought before even COVID happened that you know if if, it, if there was a possibility for people to view films without having to go to the theaters, like, would they? And I'm sure there is a population of people that would. So I think having movie theaters and premiere access might be beneficial. Because, well, like, about, like I really don't think, like, operating premiere access, it doesn't cost them anything. It's a feature on their own platform. Yeah. So, like having it accessible there as well is only going to give them more profit so yeah you know and i feel like there's like to go as a family to the movie theater is crazy expensive like when you think about it like definitely over like 100 bucks for sure um when you include like concession and all that stuff so i can see a lot of families opting to do like let's like stay in and let's watch it on disney plus Mm -hmm. because you know 30 bucks as opposed to you know the alternative and make your own popcorn or exactly you can even like Uber Eats popcorn from movie theaters. Yeah, you could make so. the entire experience the same from home. And it depends because, like, I know we are definitely more movie theater. We're we're biased to the movie theater yeah. experience, but there are some people that really don't care. Honestly, like I know some moms that do it up. They got like all the stacks. They got all the cushions, all the blankets, all the lights. Like it's like. It's literally like an event and experience for the kids at home. So I don't really think that, you know, they're missing out on any anything there. If anything, they're they're offering more value to their pre-existing customers. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, um, we got so we got like our first look at Disney's upcoming animated musical film in Kanto, um, which we're very excited for because it's a musical it's a musical it's lin-manuel yes that's all we need <laughs> it's disney yeah <laughs> like it's just everything um so we've been eagerly anticipating like a trailer first look um and this is 
it, it, they're toys, I guess. They're I don't. There's some kind of stylized doll, so it's not like a hundred percent accurate representation of what they'll look like in the film. Um, but it's cool to kind of see like a little bit of a preview of these characters and and what they look like and and some yeah. of their personalities and stuff. Yeah, it was like a leak, and I guess the leak got like revoked yeah <laughs> or taken down or whatever it is but for you know what it's worth and what we are able to see like it's cool to be able to see some like character designs and like like some color like you can see like they're all kind of like meshing well with the color palette so we're kind of seeing that you know expand even more it's just like cool to like finally get to see something visual to attach to Encanto besides you know that very vague Columbia. What are you saying? That's that's the song that was is in that it? little like well, like, what is it? Oh, like a I, I, yeah, I did not pay attention to the song, but yeah, that just like landscape look that we got, like that's all we really have to go off of. So it's kind of cool to see like what these characters might kind of look like. So it kind of reminds me of way back. Um, remember when Tangled came out and like the first teaser, like it wasn't really a teaser, but it was just like the zoom in of the tower. Yeah. Do you remember that? That's basically what this reminds me of. And yeah. I'm like, I need more, you know? Teasers are so annoying. Yeah. And I know they're called teasers for a reason, but that doesn't make them any less annoying. <laughs> yeah. And I really like the design of our main character. It appears just very nerdy and geeky and, and super quirky mm-hmm. and plays an accordion apparently. I'm down for it. Me too. Okay, so now let's head into our main discussion. So this is the second episode in our Diz Trinity series. This episode, we have decided to bring about Goofy this time. You know, we gave you all the deets on Mickey, the intro, the one that, you know. The one that started it all. The one that started it all. And now Goofy, in my opinion, is the fun one. And... I'm excited to get into it because, you know, Goofy's my personal favorite. I am a Donald fan He's for a Donald sure. Stan, but I do love Goofy, of course. I mean who, who when we get to Goofy movie, you'll, yeah. you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to, you know, get going with Goofy. Honestly, this like whole series is kind of fun because like even doing all the research that we're doing for it, like I'm learning so much about these characters. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure when we get into our Donald episode, I'll learn to appreciate Donald a little bit more. But I don't know. I'm just not a Donald girl. You come to learn that there are many variations of these characters throughout the years. Um, And I'm definitely have a basing it off of this one variation that I've got in my head. So that's not fair. Stay tuned for Donald. Stay tuned for Donald. Um, to start off, Goofy was introduced not as Goofy. He was Monsieur Dippy Dog. Dippy Dog. Dippy Dog. This was back in the 1930s, so very long time ago. And he looked like this scraggly, unkempt, of, of unkempt looking dog looking thing hobo joe basically hobo goofy that is who he was he was more of an antagonistic role yes yes that's why he looked so horrific (laughs) the uh the short that he was introduced in i believe he was heckling right Mm -hmm. yeah so he was he was like an old man yeah and he was designed by art babbitt he created the analysis of the goof which is like the whole anatomy and basically it's like a text on what a goof is 
So Goofy debuted in Mickey's Review in 1932, and one of like my earliest memories of Goofy was his appearance in the short um, Ye Olden Days. It mm-hmm. was like on like the Robin Hood DVD or something, is what I remember. Um, it's a short that came out in 1933, and he was like a full out villain. Like he was trying to like get Minnie, and like I just remember watching and being like, "What is happening?" Because I didn't know all the history, and I'm like, "That's yeah. Goofy." So, but is this Goofy. before he was Goofy or was he Dippy at this he point? He was Dippy. Okay. Yeah, he was credited as Dippy. So, Dippy's Dog. dark days is yeah. what we're going to call this era of time before Goofy became the lovable goof that we know today. Yeah, he was a lot less, like, innocent back then. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and Goofy's had, like, many voices over the years. Um, so, Pinto Colvig in the 30s, Hal Smith in the 50s, um, Anthony Pope um, in the 70s and 80s, and Bill Farmer, um, who is the current voice of him as of the late 80s, early mm-hmm. 90s. Um, there's a bunch of others as well, but those are kind of, like, the main ones that I want to go over. I'm friends with Bill Farmer on Facebook. You're friends with Bill Farmer on Facebook? Yes, oh, my gosh. Brayden, you're basically famous. Right, <laughs> <laughs> or Bill Farmer is friends with you on. I wonder Facebook. if he's listening. If you're listening, Bill, hey, hey, we imagine love you. he like found our podcast because you guys are friends on Facebook. Oh my god! Then yeah, another thing about Goofy is he's got his signature holler and guffaw. It's called a guffaw. I don't know how to pronounce it. That's his like <laughs> his whole holler is like the Wilhelm scream. That's what the sounds so called. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is the Wilhelm scream Goofy like the name of Goofy's laugh, or is it actually? It's like, like used a in holler. other things. Okay, like you can hear it in like other movies sometimes. I think it's in Star Wars. I could be wrong. But is Goofy the creator? I don't think so. Maybe not. <laughs> Here, let's do a quick research. Yeah, it's a stock sound. Oh, okay. Over time, he eventually received his own series called How to Blank, which was, I'm assuming, a a series of different things that he did. <laughs> yeah, like how to ski, how to cook. I don't know. If I don't know. I made that up. Don't yeah. <laughs> hold me to that. But yeah. And then I guess with that, like we kind of started to notice Goofy and Donald start to surpass Mickey's popularity in the 40s. People were more attracted to the more exciting personalities of yeah. Goofy and Donald. Because you know, like when you look at Mickey, Goofy, and Donald, you can very much see personality in Goofy and Donald. Mickey's just kind of like the leader. Yeah. You know? Which is like not a bad personality trait, but like unfortunately it is a very boring personality trait. He's just like the all around like good guy. You yeah. Know? And like that's great, but. <laughs> that's not where all the, the fun and hoopla is. Where's the spice, you know? Yeah, exactly. Come on, Mickey. <laughs> um, I think it's really interesting to see how the characters transition through the decades. So we go into like the 1950s and Goofy is like this whole other character um so he's kind of taken on this like everyday um everyman persona and he's a lot more humanoid and he goes by the name of like mr walker or mr wheeler um so like there's a short called motor mania which is probably one of the most like infamous shorts of this type of style of goofy short mm-hmm. and it's like a jekyll mr hyde thing so he's like mr walker and mr wheeler it's just like really weird to watch because it's goofy but it's not goofy yeah um so it's a little jarring but it, it's so interesting to see his uh like more like humanoid 
appearance he, he doesn't quite look like himself yeah it is it was like such a really weird it's a very weird time to like see his design because like that that is not goofy that is like the most anti looking goofy within all of his designs yeah he was a lot more like competent as well yeah, of yeah. character um, which we don't want to see yeah <laughs> like right like <laughs> that's not goofy, goofy. Yeah. his name is literally goofy right <laughs> And then we also saw our first iteration of Max in the 50s, which is oh, cool. Oh, Maxie Max. Um, he was called Goofy Jr., so there's not really, like, a connection between Goofy Jr. And Max. Yeah, especially because I'm pretty sure Goofy Jr. is, like, a redhead, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. So, basically, after the 1950s, a lot of these Disney shorts kind of got retired, um, and they weren't really making them. They were doing a lot of, like, television work. Um, but theatrical shorts weren't really happening. So you'll see for Mickey Mouse, um, for Goofy, and then for Donald as well, there was kind of this break here um, until the 1980s. And then we're back. We're back. With Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yeah. And that's when we saw a lot of people, a lot of characters start to come back. It was kind of like a resurgence of all of these classic Dis Trinity characters. And this is the last time that Goofy is voiced by Hal Smith. And then we bring on Bill Farmer. The Bill Farmer era. The Bill Farmer era. The era that like we're most accustomed to. Yeah, I feel within like within our people, generation. Yeah. Yeah. When they think of Goofy, they think of this type of Goofy. Bill Goof. Because <laughs> he's remained pretty consistent. So in the nineties we saw Goofy return in Goof Troop. Um, we saw a lot of like the Disney afternoon. It was really taken off and a lot of characters got these TV shows like Jungle Book and um, Darkwing Duck. And then we got Goof Troop, mm-hmm. um, which is always a bop to put on if you're in a nostalgic <laughs> mood. What's really funny is we see Goofy kind of return to this everyman style, but he's still Goofy, you know? Yeah. Um, but he kind of has like, you know, he's he's wearing like he's dressed a lot more like formally and um, just like in, in the animation, just the way he looks, it's a lot more like humanoid yeah which is really interesting but then this is when we really get the first introduction of max um and kind of like the bigger universe of goofy with um pete and then we get to meet um pete's son pj and then we have peg and i forget what the sister's name is i forget what her name is i'm not even trying to remember but yeah it's it's definitely like a fun show to watch to kind of see that whole dynamic yeah it's really cool because like at that point you can kind of look at goofy's life and decide like okay so this is goofy's life Mm -hmm. like is this you know actual goofy goof even pete the character development of pete and kind of his how he's become like attached to goofy and the role that they play against each other or with each other he's kind of like the friend who's like kind of an enemy but it's not you know like it's yeah. like it's like he's still kind of an antagonist but he's not really they're like friends and it's really interesting to see them mesh in that world and that makes me wonder like what is pete is pete a goof see that's what because i'm pretty sure pete's a cat yeah but then i'm like like what is a goof? everyone else is a goof i'm pretty sure <laughs> like and goofy's last name is goof apparently he's goofy goof goofy okay and like max goof and i'm like that's but is everyone but they are goofs. goofs it's like as if our last name would be human yeah right <laughs> <laughs> so weird the funny thing i i find with goofy especially um is that so much of goofy's content that resonates with us is this like super like 90s like 
I just feel like Goofy just like really like thrived in that time. I don't know why. Like I know there was honestly you know, a Goofy movie. Goofy movie. That movie did so much for Goofy as a character, and just like in general, I feel like a Goofy movie was just the epitome of nostalgia. Honestly, like if you think back on it, it's got everything from like the 90s like the music the style you look back on it and it's just it's such a feel good and honestly let's just get let's just start talking about this movie man let's do it oh yeah goofy movie is definitely it's a movie that i watched like so much in high school which like i know that's probably like not like the coolest thing to say but <laughs> whatever that's that's you know what we all watched embarrassing things in high school i loved it i used to race home to watch arthur so that's okay. Oh my gosh, Arthur. Arthur slaps. I'm not even upset. Arthur <laughs> does slap. That's that's facts right there. <laughs> I watched this like like almost every weekend. Like this movie just like loved it. Loved yeah. it. Bought the soundtrack on iTunes. We definitely need to like do a full like review of this. We could do maybe like goofy movie extremely goofy movie like double yes, feature yes 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 there's i could talk about that movie forever it's so good <laughs> it's so good and like it's like one of those movies i recognize is not a masterpiece but it's definitely one of my favorite disney movies for sure yeah it has to be it's such a feel good and you know what so like my thing with a goofy movie is i love the beginning and i love the end honestly at this point i really love the entire thing now but as a kid like i was i was a beginning and an end girl because the middle it was a road trip movie and it was if there's anything that i dislike it's a road trip movie i don't know there's just something about road trips that i just don't really care to watch on film and it's funny because brayden's the total opposite he's mm-hmm. like yeah give me a road trip movie like let's go so i that's it's very clear why this one is his favorite movie but honestly like everything about this film is just so good that like i'm willing to watch the road trip part to get to the end so it's worth it i I just it's just perfect top to bottom i like i want to go on a goofy movie style road trip it's on my bucket list including going over the waterfall yeah of course let's do it oh well (laughs) don't count me in on that Like that whole montage, like when they're like going to like the amusement parks and like that hotel they stay in, mm-hmm. the concert, it's just a good time. Yeah, I love it. It does look like a good time. You're definitely more of a fan of like the stuff in like Spoonerville. That's like your vibe. Yeah. So definitely. Spoonerville, if you guys don't know, is the name of like Goofy's city, at least in like the whole Goofy movie Goof Troop universe Disney has. Spoonerville. That's where you will see the goof. The goofs. The goofs. Like, what are the goofs? <laughs> that's a great question. We need to read the analysis of the goof. And then I'm like, is Spoonerville a part of Toontown? Maybe Spoonerville to Toontown is like Nepean to Ottawa. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you get on like the subway. It's like the GTA. Yeah. The greater Toon area. <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and then that brings us to the sequel, an extremely goofy movie. Personally, my favorite because I love a college movie. And the fact that Disney gave us a college movie, I was all over that. I loved it, loved it, loved it. I thought the plot was great. The only beef I have with it is that they did not 
carry Roxanne over yeah. into this. I don't know why. They could have gotten so much. It could have been so quality yeah. if they had Roxanne in it, too. Yo, this should have been, like, a theatrical. I mean, it, like, I it, know Goofy <laughs> Movie was not successful in theaters, but this should have been, like, all the budget. Yeah. But, you know, like, I feel like a Goofy Movie in general, just the entire franchise, like, it's got a huge cult following, and it's just one of those films that's just meant to be a cult classic. Mm-hmm. Like, the time that it came out, it was just definitely, like, too too early yeah. for its time. It looks like... Goofy Movie looks like it was made... It kind of reminds me of this whole conversation we've had about Oliver and Company, where I think if Oliver and Company were to be, like, remarketed with the 80s aesthetics that are so Mm -hmm. popular right now, you know, it would really take off. And I feel like same thing with Goofy Movie. Like, it's the 90s vibes that I think people really like because that's popular right now. Exactly. Um, So a lot of merchandise you see at, like, Hot Topic or Disney Store or whatever... Um, that features like Powerline or Goofy Movie. They definitely have like the, just the style like in terms of like the patterns and the shapes and the colors. Yeah. And, so it's yeah, it's like almost like it was made like now, to be set back then. If exactly. That makes sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just so perfect. After an extremely Goofy movie, um, we saw Goofy appear in some more television, um, and in some more common places where we saw some of our favorites. You know dis trinity characters Mm -hmm. so you know mickey's once upon a christmas the horrible sequel mickey's twice upon christmas (laughs) um (laughs) mickey's house of mouse mickey mouse clubhouse so he started to rack up his resume basically yeah you know he (laughs) was doing like babies toddler content he was just he was living and like this was kind of like his character design like he had his classic look like this was the most recognizable version of himself that was making appearances yeah i think all of the characters at this point had a had a design that they stuck with that kind of they featured in yeah across all facets of the yeah and then mickey mouse comes back in 2013 this was a whole new creation um to revitalize mickey mouse and to bring back to mickey mouse cartoons which honestly when this show first came out in 2013, I was not a fan of it. I've come to really appreciate it, though. And, like, the new incarnation of it, the wonderful world of Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super amped to see the new shorts that come out this summer. Because um, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I think they're super cool. I think it's, like, a really cool way to, like, bring back, like, these classic characters in their original forms. Mm-hmm. In, like, in, like, a new way that we haven't seen them. Because, like, for so long, we've seen all of these, like, Dis Trinity characters in, like, their classic designs. And they've, like, been doing this and that. But it's, like, really cool to, like, you know, flip back and, like, see these classic forms that they're in. And especially, like, that's just, like, so... Like, that's what everybody wants to see now. Everyone wants to see the authenticity, like, where your roots, where you're from. Like, uh, you at your very rawest form. So it's, like, really cool to, like, see them even make the decision so mm-hmm. early on in like 2013 to make the decision to like revert back is like really interesting on disney's part yeah it's like it's cool because visually like they um they really embrace the older um like the, the original designs of these characters like like goofy kind of has like that raggedy look that <laughs> he originally had yeah and they play around with it and they have like flies like around him um but he's still goofy and he's still will farmer 
Um, and I feel like the, the writing and the characters, it's like they, they, they have that look that makes them, they're super stylized and it's super zany. Yeah. Um, but in the writing and the voice acting and everything, it still feels like the characters. And especially in the new show, because the episodes are longer, so they feel more like a traditional, like, short, as opposed to something that's just, like, you know, like, two minutes long. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I mean, Goofy just, you know, he he kind of embraced his roots a little bit. He's kind of disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) In DuckTales 2017, they actually reference, like, a Goofy movie a lot. Like, Powerline, they play, like, his, like, music all the time. Like yeah, they'll be like flying. They better. Flying. It's a good. It's a good time. Like Ducktales 2017 did a good job of embracing the whole Disney afternoon extended universe. Yeah, and tying it all together. So we got to see Goofy come back in his whole Goof Troop getup, um, in the Ducktales style, of course. Yeah, that's really really cool to see like the resurgence of like Ducktales and like how it like actually carries on with everything that you know they built back in the 90s. Like yeah. that's that's super dope. I didn't even know they, like, played Powerline in, in DuckTales, so that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it is cool. It's just, like, it's it's child you just so excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, even, like, when you think back to a Goofy movie, like, it super makes sense because, like, Mickey and Donald are in it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just further the Disney theory. <laughs> Yo, one day, it's, like, part of me, I'm, like, I want to do it, but then I'm also, like, I have a bit of a life so like i, I you know <laughs> i know I like literally to think I have other you, important you, things that would, you would have to like sit there and like write a whole thesis on it like you totally could like 60 film well, almost 60 films all the short films yeah connect them all hey challenge hey. to somebody out there if you want to do it credit us first because <laughs> we're the ones that propose the idea <laughs> do the work but give us the credit yeah please <laughs> dead so now we're you know 2021 mm-hmm. um What's Goofy saying? Well, yeah. What's what? What do we think is gonna happen? Um, Goof Troop reboot. That's what I was thinking. That's what like kind of makes sense if they rebooted Ducktales, and Ducktales and Goof Troop kind of like sit in like the same playing field. Yeah, and well, they have so they have um, they've greenlit a Darkwing Duck reboot, which so Ducktales like the 2017 Ducktales has they kind of like did their own rebooted version of Darkwing Duck. Yeah. Kind of did their own thing with it. So I'm not sure if it's going to be like a spinoff of DuckTales or if it's going to be like a whole new interpretation, mm-hmm. you know? And then anyway, if they do that, then it would be interesting to see if they add more shows to the mix. Like, Yeah. Um, well, I want to see what Goofy's doing. Yeah. I want to see what Max is doing. You know, if they rebooted Goofy, like at what point in his life would we be at? You know, how old is Max? Because the last time, like a, like a lot of the times that we've seen Max in, in shorts and in Goof Troop, he was a young boy. Mm-hmm. But then the last time we saw him, he's now in college. So it's kind of like, where would the reboot pick up from? Hmm. I think the best age to have Max in would be like college age, probably. Yeah. Because that's like the last we've seen him. Like that's the oldest we've seen him. Yeah. I just I think know. that would make for better content. But I would also love, I wouldn't mind if they even went back in time and did like high school years and we could just see like more like PJ, Bobby, Roxanne. Oh my God. It's like a sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. 
Bobby. Bobby. How did we skip over Bobby? Skip, let's highlight Bobby right <laughs> the now. The greatest character in the Goofy movie franchise. <laughs> the Leaning Tower of Cheetah. The Leaning Tower of Cheetah. <laughs> Bobby is just like on another planet. planet. He's just literally in another universe living his absolute best life. He starts off in a Goofy movie as just like... I don't know, the ragtag kid that helps Max, like, get into some trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and then by college, like, they're boys. They're X, uh, X Games right? mode. Like, what did like, <laughs> Clearly a lot happened. Also, like, we're I want to know. We're Stacy. We're Stacy. We're Stacy. We need to know. Like, these are things I want to know. Oh, my so- God. Stacy and Roxanne, like, solo show. Oh. I'm just throwing it out there. Oh. Like, uh, that's, this there. is what I want to see, you know? I'm super, like down for a goofy reboot now i didn't realize that i wanted this but i do now mm-hmm. in the same style <laughs> and that's that's the thing too is i was um this is like another sort of like wishful thinking idea bringing it back to wonderful world of mickey mouse i mm-hmm. promise i'm not sponsored but if you want to <laughs> pay me disney be my guest i'm here yeah um but watching that show they they like to do like different like disney cameos um so like i've seen like you know like cinderella ursula bell beast whatever there's a bunch of disney cameos in the show and i've seen they've had a couple specials that were like longer lengths um they've had like a couple like 22 minute specials and stuff so they can do longer stories yeah and part of me was like i wonder if they'd ever do like a house of mouse like in this style because this seems to be the style that disney is really claiming like at the parks yeah especially like the characters are staying in the in their traditional meet and greet looks of course because i think it would how do of, you like even yeah create costumes that look like the original designs yeah um it would be kind of scary i think Very. Of, like, the original ones have you seen them like, the ones from like way back in the day yeah. absolutely not <laughs> don't want to see those <laughs> Um, no way you can make that cute <laughs> yeah but um it, it would be cool to see that or something and then yeah. like it'd be cool to see or just to see like more characters introduced in it like imagine seeing like goofy and max yeah down for a lot i'm down to see more of these characters in general well i remember a long time ago it was a rumor i don't have any way to to say if this was true or not but there was a rumor that there was going to be like a new mickey donald and goofy movie like theatrically oh where that where is it where is it i, I was so see. amped for it and I then i was like what would that even look like Amigos ass movie right Let's go would it be computer animated yeah would it be like how would they look would it be like 3d animation probably i feel like they totally would if it was a theatrically theatric theatrically released film and also like we don't really know what they look like in 3d yet like in terms of like I'd like it would be interesting to see them in like Disney animations, 3D animation style, like yeah, with that quality. Yeah, yeah, because we've seen them as. I like, think that could be super, super cool. All we really have is. And I wouldn't even House mind Mouse, like or what's it called? Clubhouse. Oh Clubhouse. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, oh, yeah, I wouldn't even mind seeing them in 3D animation in their like classic styles. Mm-hmm. I think that could be cool too. Just putting out there, Disney. I know we're bugged, so take notes. <laughs> so, okay, there's not really anywhere that I could have put these. So the, I'm just going to put these, like, rapid-fire, mm-hmm. random, goofy questions here at the end. Okay. <laughs> okay? Okay. Okay, Disney ships Goofy with Clarabelle the cow. Ah! 
Okay, and then they also ship Clarabelle the cow with Horus, which makes sense because Horus is like a horse, I think. So I, I mean, like, I'm not saying. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, cows and horses make more sense than in cows car- and dogs. In cartoon <laughs> world, in cartoon world, yes. In cartoon world, nothing makes sense. You kind of just have to accept the fact that you know a horse might be shipped with a cow, and that cow might also be shipped with a dog. Yeah. There's also the fact that. A dog might be a functioning member of society, and another dog might be that dog's pet. <laughs> in the <laughs> in the case of Goofy and Pluto, how does that make sense? Yeah, like is Goofy a dog? Is Goofy not a dog? Like is Pluto a dog, and then Goofy's like a hybrid? Well, or something? I guess I guess Pluto's a dog, and Goofy's a goof. <laughs> so there's like probably some like war or something like i need a live action goofy <laughs> oh my god i need to see his backstory do not manifest that please <laughs> what we would that look that. like it would be terrifying a live action goofy imagine like a live action goofy and, Mickey, and they're just like the actual like animals are based on ew you know what i would what i would picture them as it would be kind of like like muppet style and they would be they'd be puppets i would not vibe with that <laughs> Ew. I don't think I'd vibe with that. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody asked for that. But I bet we're going to get it anyways. Oh, God. Please, no. (laughs) Since we're bugged, riot two, riot two, riot two. (laughs) Final question of the day. Why do you, why and how do you think Goofy has managed to stay relevant and popular since his introduction? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I think that he has earned his place as a classic character alongside Mickey and Donald. I think they are the trio. And, like, no matter what, they have earned their place in relevance. I don't think they necessarily need to be, like, constantly in people's faces and being talked about to be popular and to be relevant because... They just are what they are. I mean, you go to the dollar store and you're going to see them on some stickers. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you, you're you probably going to see them on a cereal box. Like, they are classic Disney. When you think about Disney, like, Mickey, Goofy, Donald, that's who it is. I think that's cool. I think Disney can take advantage of that to, you know, keep up with it. Yeah, they can change these characters as they wish to, you know, fit the times and... It'll be interesting to see what comes from them in the future. Yeah, we haven't really, like, seen anything new or different from Goofy since DuckTales. Um, and, and its relevance into the Goofy universe. So, like, it's time. It's been four years. And what I find interesting as well is that these original Disney characters who were made by Walt Disney Animation Studios... I know it wasn't originally called that, but um, they don't really seem to be producing any more content with those characters in it. They kind of mm-hmm. seem to have been delegated to like television animation and like I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm, I don't want to like discredit those because like there are some like really good content. Like I said, Mickey Mouse that has come out that I really yeah. enjoy, but it's like interesting to see these characters that you know are icons of the company kind of being. Um, Push to the side. Yeah. It'd yeah. Be, it'd be cool to see, like, a theatrical quality goofy short, like, animated in 2D. But, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe it's wishful I'm thinking. I'm thinking, like, I well, I'm like, yeah, I'd love to see this. But do you, do you think that if Disney put all this or all this extra time and money into rebooting these characters again, 
would they be digestible with Disney's current market? I mean, yeah. Because Disney's been giving them, giving us superheroes and, like, action and colors and music and all that. So, like, what, what is, what are we going to get from Mickey, Goofy, and Donald that is going to live up to everything else we've been getting? Yeah, that's a fair point. They're probably, I guess maybe they are good in kind of, like, their own corner that they're in yeah at the moment at least for now the thing is they'll always be iconic characters like you know you can see them in whatever style but they're goofy donald and mickey like yeah <laughs> and like i said before the fact that they're being integrated into the theme parks and even like the disney cruise ships now yeah like, in that style it helps like further cement it yeah it'll be cool to see more oh yeah well that's it for our in-depth look at Goofy. We hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as we did talking about it. Please be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Apple. Spotify. Spotify. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram. And Twitter. Twitter. At Spill and Tea. And if you'd like to share your thoughts with us on today's episode and topic, please be sure to shoot us an email at spillandisteapodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Be sure to rate us and leave us a review. It really helps us out. And share this with all your friends and Disney fanatics. You can also reach us individually. Myself at Sakura MJ on Instagram and Twitter. And you can reach me at Braden Rosman on Instagram and at Braden C. Rosman on Twitter. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time. Play, play us out, Zach. Zach.